Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. I am so excited to be back for another episode talking to one of our favorites, and we've brought her back, Dr. Terry DeLuca, Development of Psychologist, because we had so many people write in from our last talk that we did with Terry about just your mindset and thinking and processing. So Terry and I have become dear friends through this journey and God's path and plan, obviously, of connecting us. And what's really cool about this topic, I mean, they're all my favorite topics, I feel like, but this is something that I think people don't do enough. So today we're going to talk about being courageous and talk about the uncomfortable, which I know everybody's probably thinking, eh, I don't know if I want to listen to that. <laughs> we might have already lost them with the topic. <laughs> right. But if you are in your car driving or you are at the gym working out, probably your earbuds are in or whatever, this is a really important topic that I don't think people, enough people have the courage to do this and so i can't tell you and obviously over 14 plus years almost i feel like 15 years in, in doing the study and the practice of what we do today in in relationships and matching and love and marriages is how many times people will not conclude what i call conclusion a relationship because they never felt confident and comfortable talking about the uncomfortable and there's no worst thing that will haunt you for the rest of your life if you did not learn how to be courageous when it comes to talking about the uncomfortable because then forever the things that you never talked about that you wanted closure and clarity on if a relationship god forbid ends or if time and time and months and months go by and you shove it under the rug or you like don't you miss the mark or you never talk about it and you're like oh who cares it will surface down the road right so i'm going to give the floor to terry to say hello to everybody and start talking about this topic that i think is so important and i'm so excited for you to be here to talk yes thanks for having me back it's always so fun to come on and chat and i just want to first acknowledge that talking about having courageous conversations is probably a little scary you know, I think many people, there's a, a large percentage of the American population is confrontational avoidant. And we see that play out in relationships and the professional world. And so first, I just want to acknowledge that that exists, that it's awkward. When there's a hard thing that needs to be said, it's weird, it's uncomfortable, you might have a physiological response, your stomach might feel weird, your heart's probably gonna start racing a little bit, you might start sweating. And so I just wanna acknowledge that yes, that, that comes with it, that's part of it. But everything rides on, on getting over that fear and just, just accept that it's gonna be weird, it's gonna be awkward, it's gonna be uncomfortable, but we can do hard things. And your relationship is worth it, it's worth the you know, five minutes, hopefully, maybe it's going to be an hour, <laughs> depending on how well it goes, it's worth that um, time. And so I believe that hard our, work always pays off, right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I believe that our lives get better in direct proportion to the number of difficult conversations that we're willing to have. And that goes 
for romantic relationships, for your conversations with your employees, with your boss, with your friends, with your family. Um, I personally used to really struggle with this. I would let fear and insecurity cause me not to speak up, especially in romantic relationships. And that really led to worry, to anxiety. Um, I was really just breaking my own heart because I would create stories in my head about what was going on and what the other person was thinking, what they were thinking about me. Um, just because I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to make it uncomfortable. And what was that underlying fear? It's that, well, what if it doesn't go in my favor? Yeah, what if I'm right? What if all these stories I've told myself are true and this person is not for me and it's going to end? Then what? Then my whole life's going to fall apart. And then comes all the pain and the hurt. And But really, I think the way we need to look at that, and of course it's different when you're talking about marriage versus a dating relationship, but... Um, wow, what you practice while dating should lead into should marriage. Lead. So if you're married and you're not practicing this, start going back to what it was like to date your mate. Exactly. And forever you should always date your spouse. So That's just clarifying that. Very good. They're very parallel. Yes, <laughs> yes. But when it, I think when you're, when you're talking about dating and you're having a, you know, one of these, I call it courageous conversations, um, it's better to go ahead and do the hard thing because if it's not going to work out, wouldn't you rather know early on and get out before your heart gets even more entangled together? And um, you're not going to be able to find the one, your future spouse, if you're spending your time with the wrong person. So go ahead and have the hard conversations and get it out there. And so that's what I wanted to focus on today and just talk about um, first acknowledge that it's sometimes very awkward and very hard, but... Um, I truly believe, like I said, that your happiness will increase the more of these that you have, the more com- the more comfortable you're going to get, especially if it's with the same person, you'll get better. It's almost like working out, like, you know, building that muscle together. Um, you'll get more comfortable having the conversations together and um, all this stuff gets out. You're not having, you're not harboring all of these unknowns in your heart and creating your own, you know, having all your these negative thoughts and I'll play into it. So let's talk about some strategies for having the conversations. Sure. And I just want to say how proud I am of Terry because she literally does practice what she preaches. And I was actually at a lunch today with somebody and they were so nervous about sending the text. And I was like, just give me your phone, send it. Because (laughs) the reality of it is if you don't say something and ask courageously something that you want. And I do this with men and women all the time. Like women have so many expectations that men don't understand. They're very simple people. Us women complicate things a lot because God's made us creative and he's made us emotional and all these other things. And men are very in their box as Pam Bill Farrell always say or whatever at a time. And so it's so important that we just ask. Because by not asking, we're spending more emotional energy wasted on the unknown. By asking and being rejected, even though that might sound terrible, or they say no, don't take that personal, but then talk about why that was important to you. And I know Terry has practiced that in relationships, you know, that she's been in and things like that. And I love it now. Terry's amazing (laughs) at like now just doing it. She doesn't worry. She doesn't talk to anybody because now she's really practiced this art and she's doing so good at it, just like some of our other clients too. And I think that's part of it is maybe you have a friend that's like more accountable. Let them do those things as long as they're always in neutral gear. When people are biased in one way or the other, they're not good when you're in relationships to be the one to talk to. 
You know, and I think that so many times because especially our friends and family and everything else, they're biased to our side, obviously. Sure. They want to protect right. us. They That's want to tell true. us everything we need to hear. They want to boost us up, which is great. We all want that. We need that. Right. But then you also need those realistic people that hold you accountable to get a different result. Well, so. and I think first, just take a, a giant step back from that is you need to be communicating with someone. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people, it, depending on your personality type, if you're an introvert or an extrovert, you can stay in your mind, the vacuum of your mind, and have all these thoughts swirling around, and you can convince yourself that you're right, and you can, like I said, create all these stories that, or you can create self-fulfilling prophecies, which, <laughs> which what that looks like is you use your mind for good or for evil. That's yes, on you, <laughs> and you can, you can, you know, have something you've told yourself about yourself or a past relationship and why things went the way they are, and then you can look at that in the other person, and you've created all this, and now you're having conversations based on that, which is not reality. And that person's responding to those conversations. And then, you know, they respond according to how you're treating them. And next thing you know, it's over because you've, you created a self-fulfilling prophecy that this wasn't going to work out because of your, whatever the issue was. So I say all that to say, make sure you do have a trusted friend, a therapist, someone that you can get guidance from and run things by. Um, but when you're talking to, when you're actually in that moment, that sacred space that you're going to have with the person you need to have the conversation with, it's so important that you truly are in the moment. And that just means phone down. Um, don't be planning what you're going to say next while the person is talking. That is really a killer of all important conversations. And it's that jumping to defend or, I, oh, I didn't say this this other point I wanted to make when I just spoke. So how can I work that into the conversation? Or what if they say this, then what am I going to say? No, don't do any of that. Just truly focus on what they're saying and um, practice the art of leveraging separate realities. And so what that means is to Renee and I both could experience the exact same situation and hear the same conversation between two people and experience it in two different ways because we're coming at it from two different backgrounds. We're two different people, two different personality styles. So there's always going to be two different realities to anything that's happening. So don't take your, don't just naturally assume that your viewpoint and your reality of it is right. And that's why. Or somebody else's. Right, exactly. So just recognize that they've experienced whatever the issue is that you're discussing in a very different way than you because they've had a different life than you. They've had different experiences and all of that get stirred into the pot of whatever the situation is that's going on. And I always tell everybody too, like, I mean, I, I, anybody that knows me, I love cars. So I'm always like, I am in neutral gear. Like, even if you're a guy or you're a woman, tell yourself like, I'm in neutral gear, which you know, the car, unless somebody pushes you is not going to move. Right. You or you're on a hill, which is just right. dumb. It's <laughs> but, true. Like the point of it is, is like, there's so many times where I'm like, okay, do you want my advice? Do you want my expert opinion? Or do you want me to just be neutral and listen? And listen. So, like, right. however you have to guide yourself to be prepared to be in that moment, which mm -hmm. neutral just means, I got nothing. I'm here to literally listen to every word you're saying. Yes. <laughs> oh, and that's beautiful. <laughs> when people really can do that, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, too, is once you're, you've been, this is difficult when it's a beginning relationship, when you're new, but when you've been together for a little while and you're comfortable with each other, um, to the point that you can have in a not um, very big conversation way, just maybe when you're out at dinner sometime or on a date night, just come up with some boundaries for how you will handle 
um, difficult times and if there is a disagreement that comes up. Like, yeah, what so are some boundaries? One thing we always talk about is couch talk. So it's something that I always say, you know, instead of that we need talk conversation that no one ever wants to no get one that wants text. That. Yes. <laughs> because it's like, what did I do? Everybody's yes. quick to defend. As I always say, there's the moments to say, let's have some couch talk conversation. And it literally just means it's more of a friendly way to say, I want to come at neutral gear. I want to sit side by side. I want to hold each other's hands. And I want to truly plug into one another. Because most things, when you think about it, when you're sitting with a cup of coffee or whatever it is, like on the couch, snuggled up with whatever that person is that you're interested in, or even like a friend. You know, everybody loves to like, when you go to a coffee house, you know, when it's like somebody you really know, you want to sit on the couch, you want to sit closer in comfortable chairs. So the design of that is to make sure that you're intentionally both coming ready and prepared at the right time, because timing is everything too, when it comes to big topic conversations, like we're talking about, talking about the uncomfortable. So yeah, give us some strategy I love that. of how to okay. help navigate well, that. So the first um, first thing is that we want to make sure that you're going to be authentic and humanistic. So what does that mean? So um, and vulnerable. So authentic just means you're not coming at this that you're you know you're just you know everything and you're right and it's exactly what you're saying about being neutral. Like you're going to be your true self, who you are. And if your true self is a little shaky and you feel like Bambi learning to walk in that scene, <laughs> you know, because then say that, say like, I'm nervous. I don't know how to approach this. And, you know, and I don't, you know, just be very authentic and real. That's people respond to real. Um, so you want to be respectful and whatever approach you take towards the conversation, just ensure that you're maintaining the other person's self-esteem. And so what does that look like? That looks like not insulting them, not name calling. Don't criticize them. If you know that they have Um, maybe they're a little like predisposed to get sensitive about a certain topic don't bring that don't lead with that and don't accuse them so there's so many different strategies that you can you can use that and I always say empathize with somebody knowing them well enough to to know that maybe if they're a sensitive person Mm -hmm. go into it like you're saying knowing that they're going to be sensitive to choose your words wisely so they don't feel attacked again yes you're the one listening to this podcast so unless you're playing this with your mate right now you're the master that is true <laughs> so you know listening to this you might not be talking to somebody else that has mastered these skills that you're working on listening to this I encourage to always share these messages with your mates so you're both learning together how to have good communication skills so when right. you're talking about the uncomfortable you're sensitive to that person's how they're going to respond. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you want to make sure what you said about being attacked. Just make sure that they do not feel judged. They do not mm-hmm. feel attacked. And how do we then accomplish that? It's by being so very, very intentional and almost premeditated with the Sincere. words that we use. Yeah. yeah, so our words are powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to just give you a little scenario. So. Imagine that we're having a conversation and I start this off. I'm like, you know, Renee, you really made me feel like that. I go on. That comes across very different than me saying, Renee, when you said this, I felt hurt or I felt misunderstood, whatever the situation. Using the I word. Yes. So that's two very different approaches. And so when you you come at someone is honestly what it feels like. If someone, you made me this, you did this, you said this and you you didn't, you know, text me, whatever it is, then that person instantly is on the defensive. You've already got their, 
you know, their armor's up and they're starting to get ready for a battle, really. Mm -hmm. So So be very careful with the words that you use. And then a phrase that helps um, to open up the topic is help me, help me understand. That's just a really good opener. And so now anyone I have a courageous conversation with, if I say that to you, you know, you know, it's coming. But, um, but that phrase, help me understand what was, you know, what you were thinking in this situation. It just makes me feel or, safe to share because of the right. way you approach it and word it. Right. Like yeah. Exactly. And then be very clear about your own, you know, your needs and your wants. And so personality styles really play into this. Um, I know for me, when I was first doing a lot of personal growth and, and work with this, um, I was, I was actually talking to my therapist, I remember, and I got out a notepad and I was like, what? Like I, I need, I want, I had to write that down because it was so foreign to, to say that and to ask. And so, um, just be very, very clear about what the outcome of the conversation, what you're looking for and really spell that out. And because we tend to tiptoe around things to protect other people's feelings because we don't want the other person to feel awkward. We don't want them to feel uncomfortable. So we talk around it. But there's a quote from, if any of you have read any of Brene Brown's books, I love her. Um, she says, to be kind or to be clear is kind, to be unclear is unkind. And so just be as clear as you need to be. If it's you need more time with someone, then you don't dance around it. Just say, I need more time with you. I need to feel more connected to you. I need more, I need to feel the intimacy. And then shut up and let them respond. <laughs> I know, because I just see too many relationships, and I'm so glad that you're on to talk about this topic, because I just time and time and time again, you know, of course, in my business, I we meet a lot of divorcee, divorcee, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we hear their stories and their heartbreak and the things that they've gone through, very few take ownership of something that maybe they did wrong. Right. Others will say, oh, it's because of this person or that person. And I think the one thing that's so key and important in any kind of conversation where we're talking about talking about the uncomfortable is also admitting to that person some of your faults or some of right. the things, because none of us are perfect. As much as everybody wants to believe that they are, they're not. Mm-hmm. And we all know that. It's true. So yeah. I not admit it. But the reality of it is, it's so important that in order for us to talk about the uncomfortable, we're almost bringing something to the table mm-hmm. ourselves to kind of put out there so that they don't feel like they're not doing something. Like where you could say, like, Terry just used a perfect example. You want to spend more time with somebody. So she can just, out of the bat, say, you know, I just wanted to share something because in the past I felt that I didn't have the attention or somebody that cared enough about me so I would love to know that you want to continue to like hang out whatever it is whatever. But you're kind yeah. of putting out your vulnerability in right. that action uh-huh. but you're also expressing something that you really want and I don't mean to say that's minor but maybe that's yeah. something in a relationship you're wanting more time with somebody explain to somebody you want that again I cannot express enough because I I work with men 50-50 men and women all day right. long yeah <laughs> and men are so simple they just need to understand why. You right. know, like it's anything when you talk about passion, like it's the whole thing, you know, business. I mean, we could get into a whole other podcast here. But like figure out your reason why, your passion behind it, why you're uncomfortable about talking about something and, and, and pinpoint that exact explanation that you can give to somebody so that when it comes out, 
it's more of a story of understanding that someone right. will receive better uh-huh. than accusative of just saying, well, this is why I'm not getting this. Or, or maybe you're just, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an extreme uncomfortable thing. Like well, maybe it's something from your past that you have, you know, you dug in the deepest closet or whatever to never surface up. And it's like, okay, you've been dating for six or nine months now. And you're like, I really got to share this. And how do I talk about the uncomfortable? But, you know, I mean, that's something that if you don't, you're only prolonging the inevitable of what will come what out will happen, at some right. point, right? And so you're better off to know that you are in a solid enough relationship and the one that's the forever one mm-hmm. is going to be okay with whatever you say. They're going right. to love you more because you were vulnerable and you opened up. And if they don't, they're not the right person and God has somebody else better planned for you. Exactly. And you have to remember too that you, when you are in that relationship with the one who God has planned for you, there's nothing wrong that you can say. Like what you say, even if you mess it completely up, God will, like, you can't ruin it. No one else can ruin it for you either. It's going, he's going to make it work. And so, um, the other strategy I wanted to share is if it's on a, let's say that there was some big disagreement that happened and you both are coming at this from two completely different viewpoints and you, you just can't, seem to find a common ground, um, you must, there's a whole 10 step series of these thinking strategies that I teach people with my coaching. And one of them that we start off with is called look in the mirror and be accountable. And so I challenge each of you to do that. If, If you're having a conversation about a disagreement, you somehow played a role in that, whether you want to admit it or not. And so it's just look deep before you even approach the convert and have the conversation with your partner look deep within yourself. What was it? Like, what was it that you failed to take their viewpoint? Um, is it that you're letting some emotional trigger um, from your past, some past trauma creep in? Like, what was it? And look at your role in that situation and admit your role. Be honest with yourself and with them and how you're going to change that. Then you can move into that conversation. I completely agree. And um, the time always flies by way too fast. (laughs) So we're going to have to have you back on, of course, to talk about any other topics that people really feel is something that Terry and I can discuss, obviously, together and share just experiences and wisdom and knowledge for you to try in relationships. So obviously, if you're somebody that has something big on your heart or big on your mind that you want to share, we're here as your biggest cheerleader saying, you know, be courageous. Right back in and tell us how well that actually went so that you talk about the things that are uncomfortable. Because if you're listening to this, clearly you've got something that you really do want to share and know that you've got God behind you and whoever is not behind you is not the God-given relationship you're supposed to be in. So with that note, I hope that you have a blessed day. We're sending all of our love and prayers and hugs to each one of you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.